Hello, BitMartians. Nathan here with a special product announcement. Although the 24-hour flash sale may be over, BitMart users can still snag an elite NFT on BitMart's NFT marketplace from the 1st of September until the 30th for only $39.99. During this month, users can buy, sell, or trade elite NFTs however they want. Just keep in mind that when October 1st rolls around, those benefits will lock in and the NFT will stay put with the current user. Remember, this NFT is a proof of membership, the first of its kind, giving its holders exclusive benefits. Some of those benefits are VIP spot trading fees with negative maker fees and almost zero taker fees for a maximum of 1 million in trading volume. A guaranteed mystery airdrop of up to $100 in tokens on October 15th, personalized 24-7 customer service, and of course, a wonderfully designed and exclusive NFT that you simply cannot get anywhere else. Now, back to the podcast. Bitcoin reaches a milestone. Ethereum, more adopted, and Algorand down bad. I'm Matt Ryan, and this is your daily crypto watch for September 12th. 2022, we start off with this story from Cointelegraph. As the world's largest cryptocurrency reached a milestone on Monday as Bitcoin celebrated 5,000 days of uptime, the network has functioned almost without a hiccup for 13.69 years. Nice. Which means for the past 753,782 blocks or 5,000 days, the blockchain has been online confirming a valid block of transactions for every 10 minutes on average. Plus, it's been another 300, 464 days since the last downtime incident for Bitcoin. The first block was minted by Satoshi Nakamoto on January 3rd, 2009. Bitcoin has spent 99.9% .9 of the year online, confirming valid blocks on average every 10 minutes until what is known as the value overflow incident. The incident refers to the creation of a strange block, block number 74,638, which resulted in the creation of billions more Bitcoin. Five hours later, during block 74,691, the blockchain was soft forked and nodes reached consensus. In 2013, Bitcoin software split and the chain forked into two. The blockchain was down for six hours and 20 minutes, causing a price drop of more than 23%, hitting lows of $37. Combining the downtime of the Bitcoin network between 2010 and 2013 creates roughly 0.01% of the total time in that sequence. Bitcoin influencers were quick to honor the occasion with celebratory boating accidents, events in which Bitcoiners lose their private keys, others express their gratitude for the anonymous creator of the protocol, Nakamoto. Popular cryptos such as Solana and Ether cannot currently compete with the uptime nor decentralization for which Bitcoin is known. Solana regularly experiences outages, labeled a curse to the network by its co-founder, while Ethereum's creation was the result of a hard fork. Vadalek Buterin, Ethereum's co-founder, boasted in 2020 that you can be net profitable with as little as 60% uptime. Nonetheless, Bitcoin is still some way from reaching Nakamoto's promise of a peer-to-peer -peer cash system that removes third parties. Scaling payments on a two-layer system is still an uphill battle. Now to one of Bitcoin's biggest competitors, Ethereum. In the midst of a switch to a proof-of-stake consensus mechanism from a proof-of-work, a transition known as the merge doesn't address concerns about the blockchain's scalability or high transaction fees. It has implications that reach beyond simply acting as a precursor for the next stage in the process, the surge. Per Bank of America, in a report on Friday, this coming to us from Coindesk, the merge is the first of five upgrades planned for the Ethereum blockchain and lays the path for the 
The notable reduction in energy consumption after the merge may allow some institutional investors to purchase ETH for the first time. Those who are barred from buying tokens that run on blockchains that use the proof-of-work consensus mechanism, the report said. The ability to stake ETH and generate a higher quality yield, lower credit and liquidity risk, as a validator or through a staking service rather than on-block box lending or borrowing applications, may also drive institutional adoption, analysts Alkesh Shah and Andrew Moss wrote. Bank of America also said that a higher quality yield also has ramifications for the Web3 ecosystem of decentralized applications, or dApps. A dApp is an application that uses blockchain technology to keep users' data out of the hands of the organizations behind it. A decentralized insurance protocol such as Nexus Mutual needs to generate a return on its reserves to allow it to become a feasible alternative to traditional insurance companies, the bank said. Insurance companies normally invest their reserves in corporate and government debt, but Instruments with similar risk and reward characteristics are difficult to find in the digital asset ecosystem. Staking on Ethereum may be the closest alternative, it added. And finally today, we head on over to CryptoNews.com as Algorand finds themselves down bad. Algorand issued an announcement stating that the Algorand Foundation has reported a loss of $35 million worth of USDC tokens following the company's exposure by Holdelnot. Holdelnot is a crypto lending platform based in Singapore that has been placed under interim judicial management. The change in management for Holdelnot happened after the company suspended withdrawals from the platform on August 8th. The crypto lender joined the many other DeFi companies shutting their doors because of the persistent bear market. The Algorand funds lost because of the freezing of accounts by Holdelnot were daily surplus requirements representing not more than 3% of the assets owned by the foundation. The foundation also said that the effects of halting withdrawals did not result in operational and liquidity issues within the foundation. The foundation also stated that from time to time, it invests a portion of its surplus treasury capital to generate yield. This is done to generate yield for the benefit of the Algorand ecosystem, and the funds have also been invested in Holdelnot, a yield farming platform. Holdelnot said in their announcement that the largest share of investments compromised locked short-term deposits that were no longer available after Holdelnot took the action of halting withdrawals. The Algorand Foundation is also looking for legal solutions that will maximize the assets recovered from the crypto lender and is committed to continuing working towards this goal. The foundation also revealed that it still has a role to play in the operations of the troubled crypto lender as it is under interim management. On August 29th, the Singapore High Court appointed Angela E and Aaron Lowe of EY Corporate Advisors as Algorand's nominees to serve as the judicial managers of Holdelnot. These nominees will be tasked with identifying, preserving, and protecting the assets of Holdelnot until a further decision by the court. The Algorand Foundation has also reassured the community of its commitment and dedication towards achieving the global goal of being responsible for sound monetary supply economics, decentralized governance, and open source systems. If you want to be a part of BitMart, click the link in our description and sign up now and dive deep into the pool of crypto with BitMart. And also, if you go to BitMart and you use the code BSMART at sign up or click the link in our show notes, you enter in for a chance to win up to $5,000 in sign up bonus. For more information on that and how you can be a part of the BitMart NFT exchange, go to BitMart.com or just click the link in the show notes. Also, be sure to follow us across social media, and we've got some fun, fun ways for you to be a VIP with our NFT VIP experience. For more information on that, head into the show notes. 
Nathan Simone will be back tomorrow. It's been fun being the sub, but I've got to go back to dominating my own workload. For everyone here at BitMart, I'm Matt Ryan.